Hey everyone, welcome to episode 41 of the Clone Podcast, a podcast that includes two idiots from East Texas giving their opinion on the world of fragrances. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Today we are tackling Tom Ford's Tobacco Vanille. It's a little warm for this one because this one is everything I think about towards the end of the year. Okay. You smoke? Yeah. (laughs) Think about tobacco. I think about... Venise. <laughs> you are, you know. Here's what Rutney and Cartley has to say about Tom Ford's tobacco vanille. Oh, man. The basic scent is very pleasant in itself. Yeah. But as a personal perfume, this feels as suitable as a six-pound chocolate cake on Monday for breakfast. Wow, that is really... I don't know what to think about that. I oh. guess they think it's heavy and sweet. Okay, we'll see. I think I know where they're headed with that, and once we kind of get into it, maybe we can describe it more. Yeah. But first... Let's get into our one-night stand review of Guerlain's Habit, Habit Rouge. Rouge. Yeah. One-night stand review. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> All right. Tell me what you think, Rinaldo. Well, it was definitely a polarizing scent between the two of us. Yeah. And honest to goodness, I smell, yeah, we smell each other's skin. Okay. I mean, not nose to skin. It yeah. is weird. <laughs> But it's not weird to us. Yeah. We're Only close. to the people that are nearby in Target whenever we're doing it. <laughs> but, you know, smelling it on your skin, it smelled similar to my cardstock. Yeah. And you were saying that it smelled softer on me, which goes to show you two things. Either noses are picking up different scents or skin oils are different or maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, it's a mixture of a million things, but definitely different. And we've seen this a time or two with different yeah that we've been sampling but on this one to me on my skin as it dried down it was like a sweet citrus there's still that powderiness there but it was more sweet more citrus and it still had a little more funk on it i guess that animalic or whatever they call it had some funk to it yeah and i kept saying it reminds me of ani a little bit yeah by nishane yeah I mean, I still prefer Ani over this fragrance because if I'm going to have to wait two hours for this thing to calm down to be something that I like, (laughs) that's too long, man. That's too long for a fragrance. For me, and I failed the podcast again. I didn't bring Vetiver. But I'm going to bring Vetiver in the future. I think why, why? <laughs> I think we'll just make it its own episode. I think that. I the think best we thing. should. Yeah. But when I'm smelling it, man, it smells very close to that. They're obviously different, but I'm like, man, for forty five dollars, you can get something that smells similar to that. Even though that's really not a fragrance I would like jump over joy to wear. Yeah. The more I'm kind of thinking about, I think it does kind of lean more towards a older. Yeah. More mature. More mature person. For me, I couldn't vibe it on the cardstock slash what it would be on your clothing was very baby wipes, very (laughs) baby shampoo, super powdery. On the skin, it was nice, especially towards the end. And there was something about it that made me want to keep smelling it. But it's a lot to wait around for. I think it's going to be an acquired taste thing. I really Yeah, there are going to be some people listening that think we're absolute idiots. A lot of people probably. (laughs) (laughs) But some people for that reason of going, man, I don't see what these guys are thinking. This smells incredible. I like it. I'm going to give it another shot because, man, I didn't really care for vetiver the first time I smelled it. And then remember I called you. I was like, I get it now after kind of wearing it a little bit. 
like really wearing it. And it takes some time. I was the same does. way. There are a few fragrances that after a while you wear it. Aventus, for example. Yeah. I've been wearing it a little more here lately because I, I got, talk about it religiously now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just got a 15 mil decant of it. So I've been wearing it. Yeah. I've actually been wearing it to bed each yeah. night. Interesting. And I'll tell you why. Because I hate the dry down. Okay. Because it gets way too smoky. But if I smell it for the first 30, 40 minutes before I fall asleep, <laughs> it's great. You know, <laughs> that's one that I'm like getting more of the acquired taste of, you know. Yeah. So I can understand where if some people, this is what they've been kind of acclimated to. It makes sense that they could smell it and go, man, I smell masculine. I smell, yeah. you know, they'd love it. But for me, like I said, it took a little too long. And what people were saying online, hey, give it till the dry down. And we did. Yeah. And it was there and it was nice. But that's a lot to ask for <laughs> out of a fragrance how dare them make me wait a couple <laughs> hours and this scent still lasts a while <laughs> no well it's not so much that it's that there are other fragrances that do take journeys yeah and when you spray them you enjoy the whole journey. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a tattoo where it's like you got to sit through hell for a couple hours and then you're happy at the end of it. You ha know, Hashavat seems to be one of the best ones at that for me. Yes. It has such a clear, unique opening. It's a little similar to Aventus, but then it goes this weird, earthy journey. And I really do enjoy that one. Yeah, there's a few. I yeah. mean, there's a few we really like. And so I will say, for some people, they're going to get this and they're going to go, mm, I love that opening baby shampoo <laughs> vibe. Right into that stinky, <laughs> sweet lemon vibe, you know. And for them, great. I'm happy for them. For me, this is not a buy for me. It's definitely a sample. And it's so cheap, though, if you liked it enough. 45 bucks for 100 ml is pretty good. That's an easy purchase if you've sampled it and you do like yeah, it. Yeah, I would I would definitely strongly recommend sampling it first as well. 100%. Yeah. You've got to yeah. on this one. Not a huge fan of it. I get the appeal. Well, there you go. Well, guys, if there's anything you agree or strongly disagree with Mike on this, be sure to let him know at the Cologne Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, write me. <laughs> Unless it's after a certain amount of time, Texas time, and I'm <laughs> sleeping, then Ryan's going to pick up. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy in the middle of the night creeping around corners. <laughs> <laughs> He's normally creeping around video game forums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lord. All right, there you go. There's our one night stay review of Guerlain's Habit Rouge. And now it's time to get into the scent of the day. Which we're bringing to you because... Yeah, because our friend Robbie from Australia hit us up. That's right, Robbie. I told you we were going to do it. I put my word out there. And my word usually doesn't mean dick. But today, yeah. it means something. <laughs> when it's coming from a dick. <laughs> it usually doesn't mean dick. <laughs> but... Some people like you. I don't know. It's so weird that they do. I don't know why they do, but they do. You know, Ryan, I read your emails. <laughs> to Robbie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, why is he being so nice to this <laughs> listener? I was like, why? He treats me like shit all the time. Maybe he's <laughs> yeah. saving up his sweet demeanor. Maybe he's nicer at 2 a.m. Texas stuff. <laughs> 
yeah. But so he, yeah, he responded to the emails. Then he messaged me and said, oh, just wait. You're going to love this because he knows how big of a fanatic I am for Tom Ford. <laughs> oh, yeah. And what I kind of responded to Robbie and saying was Tom Ford. And it may be like this for a lot of people because their fragrances that they put out in the private blend are a nice bridge between designer and niche. I agree with that. It makes it easy to transition into really loving fragrances because they put stuff out there. One thing I really like with their private blend stuff, they pick one note that they really want to highlight and then they build the fragrance around that. That's pretty cool. So when you smell tobacco vanille or rose prick or bitter peach or lost cherry there's the clear single note neroli portofino we've got that one coming up you smell that one note that's the star you know and then the rest are just little cameos (laughs) and extras in the background that make up the story yeah for sure i agree i think you know our first one was always kind of ombre leather yeah it's honestly to me to date i think it's still the best leather i've smelled personally drop us a line the cologne podcast at gmail.com i believe our friend john hit us up and told us about some leather fragrances that we do have coming in yes but let us know if there's other leather fragrances that you like out there now we've got some other ones as well that we haven't mentioned yet that are coming up but they're not strong leather i'd almost say like i kept saying man i'm getting more tobacco than leather out of those so we've got some of those coming up but as far as leather fragrances go the the king for me is ombre leather and not because it's the most leather because tuscan leather is very leather yeah but it is so balanced and so enjoyable that i feel like a greater majority of people can appreciate ombre leather yeah. that they might get turned off by say like tuscan leather yeah and by the way, what episode did we do ombre leather on if anybody wants to venture back into our seated past Episode eight is Ombre Leather by Tom Ford. So if you're just dying to know how we felt about Ombre Leather all those many moons ago. (laughs) Check it out. Check it out. Episode eight. All right. With that being said, I'm going to crack one here. And that is our LaCroix today. Again, we're hitting up the Pamplemousse. Yeah. Not sponsored. Shasta, if you're listening, I'm going to keep reaching (laughs) out to you. We'd love a sponsorship. I'd love to have that little mini fridge stocked. Hey, just do that so that our (laughs) listeners don't have to keep hearing Ryan chill out for (laughs) probably a a drink that they don't even care for. (laughs) They're like, we really like these guys till we heard how pretentious they were drinking. LaCroix. Do you mind if I hit this up first? Okay. Go for it. I'm also drinking Pamplemousse. <laughs> so if you want to give me something too. <laughs> yeah. I like you too, Shasta. There you go. Ryan's over here sissy spraying it. Yeah, I'm sissy spraying today. Shout out to Curly uh, Fragrance. <laughs> I will have to say, out of all the YouTube reviewers, they're all... You're the one he's most attracted to. No, she's just hilarious. I like her comedy. Her comedy is right up my alley. So if you haven't ever watched her, go check it out. I'm sure she needs your recommendation, Ryan. (laughs) She doesn't. She could give a rat's ass. (laughs) I'm curious to see what you think because I've worn this many a night. I am very indifferent to this one. I know this is Mike's jam because he has drenched himself in this. Oh, many times. It's definitely tobacco-y. I don't hate it. 
but it's not something I generally vibe with. It's definitely like tobacco. I'm trying to figure it's there's a little spice there. Yeah. But what's weird about the spice in this, and maybe I'm describing this completely off kiltered here. Go but for it. Whenever you think of any spices you're smelling in any fragrance, it's usually it almost feels like it's on the top. But for some reason, this spice it feels like if you had a layer of tobacco you were digging through, and it's like under that. Yeah. That's how I perceive it in my brain. Yeah. Let me tell you why I love this fragrance. One, that stingy <laughs> burn that you get really reminds me of tobacco. Yeah. I've smoked maybe three cigars in my life. Yeah. I've maybe smoked three puffs off a cigarette when I was like eight years old trying to be cool or something, you know, found one at a cigarette butt at a park, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not a tobacco guy. And you've smoked at least one car exhaust after watching a CKY episode back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. When will I get a new co-host? I don't know. <laughs> Guys, we're taking applications. Yeah. Right? But I love the stinginess out the tobacco. Anytime that I think about it, I honestly think about chewing tobacco and the burn off the chewing tobacco. Yeah. We've talked about it. I forget what episode it was. Actually, I think it was the Fragrance Philosophy episode. And okay. I was talking about Noir de Noir yeah. and the tobacco and my kind of experience as a kid with it. But anyways, chewing that little strip of chewing tobacco when I was younger and feeling that burn, when I smell this, it reminds me of that. So, in a sense, are you kind of describing it like this in your head or, or am I kind of picking it up this way? When you're telling me that, I'm thinking like I am getting more of the, you open up a can of snuff or something yeah 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 it's like it kind of stings it's kind of damp though right yeah it's like a damp tobacco type sure yeah. yeah this is sweet it's rich it's yeah. not a dry tobacco it's funny now that i'm kind of getting that vibe i'm more understanding of this scent and it's kind of since it makes more sense right it's a little bit more enjoyable now well another thing about this too is don't think about it for a fragrance right now where it's hot as dicks outside true think about it you put this thing on and you're going to be the best smelling one at family thanksgiving mm -hmm. this is that type of fragrance it's that fall winter fragrance that you smell amazing and people are primed and ready to smell it everyone's getting their pumpkin spice lattes at starby's <laughs> and then they walk over and they smell ryan and he smells incredible and they're wondering why why on god's <laughs> earth does ryan smell so good <laughs> It's because he borrowed Mike's tobacco vanilla. Yeah. It's drying down to something more enjoyable. Yeah. Now that I kind of know where the smell is coming from, that's so weird about scents. Like, I can smell it, and at first I'm like, I'm not really vibing it. Now that I'm a little bit more educated about what you're saying and how you kind of pick it up, it makes more sense to me. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that vibe. And now I'm like picking up why it's enjoyable to other people. As far as fragrances go, this is probably the fragrance that I have obsessed about the most. For sure. Because not only do I have a decan of this, I also have probably every tobacco vanille clone yeah. ever made. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I'll never be able to afford, <laughs> you know, a full <laughs> bottle of tobacco vanille. And I, the first clone I ever bought was a tobacco vanille clone. Alone. Yeah. I went through quite a few ones. And by that time, I was like, God, I could have probably just bought tobacco vanilla. <laughs> yeah. But then whenever I got this in, I was like, oh, because I'd only tried the clones first. And I was yeah. like, oh, I see what they're going for. Yeah. But they never hit it. There's a lot of depth to this that happens on down the road on this fragrance that yeah. the clones just kind of fall flat on. Gotcha. It's so different. And 
One thing I wanted to point out this episode is I wanted to see what celebrities wear this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought of it all by myself. I love the idea, Ryan. Let's roll with it. <laughs> Uh, Mike messaged me last night. <laughs> See, it would be great for the podcast. What if we looked at what celebrities? <laughs> yeah, just curious as we're smelling it. This would be like if we went to a diner and Alec Baldwin was sitting down with this nice steak meal and we walk by and we go, oh, this is what Alec Baldwin smells like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this one is really, first of all, is this unisex? It is. Right? Yes. I mean, pretty much any Tom Ford fragrance is going to be unisex. Okay. Well, according to the celebrity, LibertyFragranceGuide.com. Two people for sure that they known to have been wearing this is, and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right, Ellie Gooding, Gooding or Gooding. Okay. The singer. Yeah. yeah. And Vanessa Hutchins. This scent would fit her. Like, I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, kind of interesting to know this is what she's rocking, what she's walking around in. Yeah. Probably not right now. <laughs> but I guarantee you, those cool nights in L.A., she's probably got this on. Well, I think about that. Majority that I've seen have been women wearing it. No right. offense. I don't care. But I want to say, so, and I need to get on the show. I've mentioned before, but my wife has a girl on fragrance. Yeah. And the more I smell this, a little bit of that, it's not one-to-one, but there's like this tobacco thing that's going with these, both these. And I'm like, man, they smell pretty similar. That one's definitely more feminine. Like where this one, I can see where both men and women could wear this. Sure. Just interesting. I like it. I don't think I can pull it off. So who do you think is wearing this? Besides Vanessa Hutchins. Or Ellie Goulding. (laughs) Yeah. If I had to guess, he's an older gentleman. Mm. He's got- a roll of quarters? No. <laughs> he's got lengthier facial hair. Okay. Maybe he's older. He's more mature. Okay. Loves to wear red. <laughs> Has a sleigh and lots of toys that he delivers to good <laughs> girls and boys. <laughs> I mean, this just smells like Christmas to me, man. I can get that vibe, really. I'm talking about the holly jolly Chris Kringle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about a Krampus or something. <laughs> No, he's probably wearing like scandal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) But no, I smell this. It reminds me of the holidays. It reminds me of fall. Yeah, this is 100% fall weather. I feel like if you were a female, you could definitely get away with this on cool nights. Yeah. Maybe even in the summer. And if you're living somewhere, which I've spent a little bit of time out in LA, if you're in that area where you have like warm days, but then cool nights. Yeah. I mean, when we would go there for conventions, we would almost freeze to death at night. But yeah. during the day, it was super warm. It's like short sleeve weather. And then, <laughs> then you'd need jackets for the evening. So, I feel like you live somewhere out there and you have that kind of thing going on, then you can definitely pull this off yeah. more of the year than, say, here in Texas when it's like 95 at night because it's been 114 <laughs> during the day. You know, yeah. For me, it just reminds me of cool weather holidays when you're eating way too much pumpkin pie (laughs) we love pumpkin pie do we love pumpkin pie homemade pumpkin pie with a big heaping dollop (laughs) dollop of cool whip on it yeah cool whip and i'm talking about that extra creamy cool whip yeah he wants a creamy dude Mm. 
I can the literally gyms. eat a whole pie by myself. I could too. But I look like I've eaten a whole <laughs> We both do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I smell it, man, it's sweet. It's spicy. It's really nice. I would love for every woman I ever come into contact with to be wearing this. Funny enough, when you go to Fragrantica, and by the way, the trend levels for this are off the charts, by sure. the way. It's like had a steady just rocket for like a couple years now. Anytime I see somebody's Tom Ford list, it's on there. I would imagine it probably is. It's eccentric is what I want to say. Majority. So there's, I didn't know this, but by a couple days ago, because I always scroll so fast through Fragrantica, but they have a section where it's like people can post photos of whatever their bottle, them holding it and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's a lot of like model-esque women posing with this fragrance. It's crazy. Yeah. This one is so classically unisex Mm -hmm. that I feel like and there are a few fragrances out there maybe br 540 and yeah this is one that if you buy guaranteed you and your other half could wear this yeah i want to say yeah and if you're single i really think opposite sex is really going to enjoy this one no doubt either one yeah guys wearing it the ladies probably going to love it ladies you wearing it guys are going to love it yeah yeah again don't take us as the gospel of john over here (laughs) yeah or Robbie. The gospel of love. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's just kind of the my formulated opinion, what I think about it. You asked me, Ryan. I was just telling you, <laughs> I think Sir Christopher Kringle <laughs> might have worn this a time or two. Okay. And he shared it with Mrs. <laughs> Claus. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. We should have saved this one for like our Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll revisit it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Skip it. Sample it. Buy it. What are you doing, Ryan? Me personally, because I'm a weirdo, I... This feels like a skip for you. Are you about to say skip? I want to say skip, but I kind of want to say I want to sample it, but with something extra. I think I want to sample a decently sized decant of it during the fall this year. Yes. It's hard for me. I can smell this now, and I to me, it registers so fall, and I know how hot it is yeah. outside these four walls right we are, here. <laughs> we are sweating right now. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my mind cannot physically wrap around trying, right. trying to wear it. But I want to wait till fall, and I kind of want to get maybe like a 10 ml sample decan of this. It's worth it. From myfragrancesamples.com. Yeah. Because they've been really good with us. And I want to kind of wear it during then to see what I really think about it, because this one is such, has such a strong fall vibe i really feel like i can't give an honest critique right now if you really want to know the truth yeah i get that and you, look you've worn it enough though yes i've worn it and it probably started a couple of months ago so it's still a little on the cooler side yeah. i mean it wasn't like winter weather you know yeah. we never see that <laughs> no we were kind of holding on to this episode and we were going to do it later but you know we were super excited to have robbie email in and kind of talking about it yeah and they were mentioning tobacco vanille and we had the intention to do in the episode and so we just wanted to say thank you for your email and we wanted to show you some love by doing this episode the next few episodes you'll see will be a little bit more and as we kind of go through these hotter months are more centered around summertime warm weather type fragrances we do have a few kind of sprinkled in there just to have fun with and now whenever we get into some niche stuff we are gonna obviously hit gourmands and things like that but for the most part, especially designer, we're going to be hitting more around yeah. warm weather type stuff. But hey, you get a cool night in the summer, throw this on and go attract a lover. <laughs>
Well, if you like today's episode and you want to show us some support, maybe you want to give us some emotional support. That's right. That's what we need more than anything. <laughs> write us at thecolonepodcast at gmail.com. And if you really want to help us out in another way, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. Buy us a coffee. Everything we get there goes back into funding the show, either through samples or hosting of the podcast. That's right. Those are two ways. And then a third way. Yeah. Which could be the best way. Could be the best way if you or someone you know <laughs> loves fragrances or you're in a community conversation and fragrances come up yep. and people are intrigued and interested. And you want to show them. You want to show them that there's a great group <laughs> of Texans out there <laughs> loving fragrances too. Be sure to share our podcast with them. <laughs> You're like, hey, you want to hear some two idiots talk about yeah. something real quick? <laughs> I'm always like, you know, the kids can't even listen to the podcast. <laughs> they were so stoked whenever we first did the first couple ones, you know, <laughs> and they were like, oh, can we listen? I'm like, there's some like adult words in there you can't hear you yeah. know <laughs> there are a few intros i let them listen to and, and one of them they get a kick out of is the bod man because <laughs> yeah. we start out going like hello you know being so dumb they love that one but uh we can't share it with our family so yeah share it for us would you <laughs> Well, there you go. That's today's episode number 41. Yeah. Tom Ford's Tobacco Vanille. Thanks to Robbie from Australia. Thank you for your kind words and thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we appreciate every one of you listening. If you've got an idea for an episode, hit us up, the Cologne Podcast at gmail.com. But since we don't have anybody asking for another episode right now, <laughs> next episode, we're hitting up Luna Rosa Carbon by Prada. And we are hyped because... I was not ready. Yeah, did some things. It's running things. <laughs> All right, spray it up, y'all.